And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association podcast, episode number 68, week 7 preview. As always, this podcast is sponsored by Old Bridge Pizza. Shout out to our guys over at Old Bridge Pizza. And shout out to my guy, Sean McDonald, who runs Chaos. I just came from a workout. Um, feeling as good. I'm feeling better every time I go. It's great for your uh, muscle endurance and uh, just trying to get in shape. Very interactive workout. The vibes are always lit there, so uh, go check it out. Kurtzman said that he was feeling as good as he's felt in years. Exact quote from that Kurtzman. That was an exact quote. After, after his workout today when he got to my house. Uh, on the podcast today, myself, Brandon Kurtzman, Tommy Savaro, uh, no doing Sheree for a second straight time. A little upsetting, but it is what it is. He ducks us. <laughs> um, all right, let's let's uh, let's get into the Week 7 preview. Do we have anything to say um, before we, we get into it? A little bit of controversy at the end of the last pod. Yes, a little bit of controversy. controversy. Um, I think I'm just, it's crazy how we're already in Week 7. Yeah. Like, I feel like we just had Week 1 two weeks ago, and... Uh, it's so cool to see how some teams have grown uh, as the season has gone on from the beginning. Um, we're seeing some little shakeups on some teams in the league. We'll get Big to that news, later. breaking news later on in the podcast. Uh, um, but uh, no, I'm really excited that this league is continuing to be a success this season. Um, just so everyone knows, we'll be on the turf for the playoffs guaranteed, the second round and finals, all under the lights at SJV. Um, finalizing that tomorrow. And, um, yeah, that's cool. So make the Final Four so you get to play under the lights, pictures. Every playoff game, also just so everyone knows, we played by itself at, like, one game per time slot so that there's no missing uh, extra – there's extra refs that we'll make sure everything's good. So uh, make the playoffs. And we only got four weeks left, so you got to make a push if you're at the bottom of the standings. Dad, you got anything to say before we get into it? No, let's get into it. All right, let's start off with the 10 o'clock game – the 10 o'clock games, I should say, on uh, Sunday, Kurtzman. Let's go back to you. Uh, Saturday, I mean. Let's go back to you. You are playing in another uh, 10 o'clock time slot right here. Love the 10 uh, o'clock Lions time versus Patriots. Very controversial because we have uh, two people who are big believers in the Patriots on the podcast. We have one who is still skeptical of the Patriots on the podcast. Dad, let me start off with you on this one. How do you think the Patriots match up against the uh, the Lions? And we do not know Abby's status of this game. Don't know Abby's status. And Rhett out again. Um... Julius out again. So we'll mm. be playing with our eight, the same eight we had last week. I'm going to text Abby and see if he answers while we do this. Okay, I like that. All right. Um, regardless of Abby plays or not, it's not about the Patriots in this one or, or how I feel about them. It's about the Lions. They're the class of the league, so uh, I, I can't see it going any other way but going with the uh, number one power-ranked team in the league. Um. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, I think we're, we're taking every team as – um, no one. I'm not taking anyone lightly. Uh, Patriots are a formidable opponent, in my opinion. I think they're an up-and-coming team in the league. I think they're coming off their first big win of the season. 2-0 off the bye. Um, quarterback play has been way better. Um, defense has also been way better, allowing a lot less points than they did in the beginning of the season. Um, Breaking news, Abby is out Abby for is Saturday. Out he just answered Saturday. my text and said he is still injured. He's not feeling great right now as the Yankees are getting smashed. Regardless of if Abby plays, they still have weapons. Christian, Paulie, Giuseppe, um, and Tommy knows how to get them the ball and where to get them the ball in space to make plays. Um, we're already in the in the lab game planning for them, but I'm looking for a good game. They got a good defensive line, gave Augie a lot of pressure, uh, rushed a lot of three. I haven't seen a lot. hasn't been a lot of three-man rushes in this league. A lot of guys are trying to drop five, so the Patriots were sending four, three, sometimes four at Augie last week, so we'll be prepared and ready to go for them. 
I'm going to come out and I'll start with the first call out of the podcast. I'm going to call out um, your defense. I think the last two weeks against the Packers and against the Cardinals, your defense let up a lot of points. And I know you could make the count argument and say you were in control of those games the entire time, but I'm going to call out your defense and say you guys need to hold someone back to under 20 because uh, your defense has taken a big hit in the last few weeks, in my opinion. Like, I was just cutting the film up earlier today of you guys versus the Cardinals. First play of the game, very sloppy flag grabbing. They get down the field early, score first play of the game on you guys on a long play. Um, just throughout the entire game, a lot of a lot of sloppiness, in my opinion. I think Jarwar did a phenomenal job, you know, uh, putting pressure on, on the quarterback the entire day. But outside of that, down the field in your secondary, I think you guys look a little weak. Yeah. We know what the difference is. Julius is not there. Yeah, no, listen, Julius is a um, is a big part of our team. Bigger, big part of our defense also makes a lot of plays, always swarming around the ball. Um, and I agree, our defense has not played well as of late. Um, I And I said that again in the, in the group chat after this game against the Cardinals where I felt we did play a good, a good defensive game because outside of that one play, we had back-to-back stops to end the half. They punted. They didn't get a first down. And then we also forced a four and out when the game mattered the most, 25-18 with like three minutes or so to go, they got the ball. We made the plays we needed to make, but I do agree with you that the defense does need to step up because there are defenses in this league that are better than ours right now, and we shouldn't be satisfied with being a middle-of-the-pack defense and just try to let our offense carry us because, listen, defense wins championships, and we got to go out there and hold teams under 20 points, and that means three or, le- three or less touchdowns, and I think that's more than attainable with my team. I think your defense peaked, at like, and not in a negative way. I'm saying you had your best game of the season against the Falcons. Early. And then... Um, you know, since then, you guys have kind of been lackadaisical on defense, like I said before. But um, in this game, I don't, you know, I think coming out and holding Tommy to under 20 points, Tommy and the Patriots, would be, you know, a, a difficult task. I think it is, that's why I, I'm calling your defense out and saying you guys got to, that's the challenge for the week because that is clearly um, the hottest team, if not one of the hottest teams in the league, I'd say, alongside with the Falcons right now. And of course, you guys, but in terms of, you know, upward trending I think they probably have made a bigger leap than any team in the league and I think Tommy has um, elevated himself into elite status as in terms of quarterback playing the league so um, I'm interested to see what you guys are going to do I know you were talking today you don't know if you're going to zone you don't know if you're going to man um, obviously if you did you wouldn't you wouldn't say it on the podcast anyways. No, but, but I just think that I do think um they pose a difficult threat. They, yeah, they I think that I challenge. actually need to I think I need to more so kind of game plan the way I again did against IB, which was have multiple defensive looks. We've been playing a lot of the same defense the last couple weeks, um, been getting away with doing that. Because our offense has been so productive and efficient in getting the ball into the end zone. But I do think this week we're gonna have to do a lot more on the defensive side to try to confuse Tommy, and I do believe that the defensive cohesionness isn't where I personally want it right now. I think our D-line is doing a very good job of masking that. Um, secondary has made a lot of plays, but I'm, I'm also calling out my defense. I want them to step up this week, me as well. Um, we need to swarm to the ball better, I think. All right. My call-out is going to be the True. True has been a very, very quiet the last couple of weeks. Uh, I need him to be his menacing, trash-talking self uh, to be effective this Sunday. I want to see him get inside people's heads this week. I want to see him make plays. I want to see him be in the medicine player that he is. So my call out is the true. Step it up. You think True's I don't I don't think True's been playing hey, bad. That's, that's his no, not bad. I just said he hasn't been, you know, usually he's very vocal on the field. You hear him on every play. He's making big plays. And I think he's been very quiet the last couple of weeks. Let's uh let's get into the picks then, right? Let's do let's do the picks on this game. I think we're all going to pick the Lions in this game. Am I anyone else taking the Patriots? No. 
Obviously, Kurtzman is not taking the Patriots. That, I don't think you would be taking the Patriots in this game either. Um, we're all on the Lions. I'll go close game. I think it's going to be like a 28-26 kind of a game. Uh, conversions in this one will be huge, huge as always. Um, if Tommy is going to win this one, I think, especially if no Abby, I think he's going to have to do a lot of running. A little bit more running than he's than he's used to do because uh, Jarwar is going to be in the backfield. He's just going to be he's going to be a problem. He's going to be in the backfield. True decides to rush the pass for this week. True's going to be in the backfield. So um, I'm very excited to see this matchup. This would be a huge win for the Patriots. I don't think it's completely impossible, but all three of us right here are going to lean the Lions in this one. Let's get on to the other 10 o'clock game of the week. Falcons versus the Cardinals. Kurtzman, you just played the Cardinals. You played the Falcons a few weeks ago. How do you think uh, these two teams match up against each other? Um, well, I think the one thing you see immediately on the rosters is the uh, this definitely advantage on the defensive line for the Cardinals in the trenches against the um, offensive line of the Falcons and vice versa, um, D-line versus their O-line. <laughs> I think this game is going to fall in Joe Piscopo's hands again, though. Joe made some plays but did not make enough against me to to take me down. So I think in this game, one thing you might want to think about doing is slowing it up on offense, keeping the ball away from IB. I think that's definitely the way to beat them. They have the best defense in the league right now. I think it's by a, a wide margin right now, the way they're um, turning people over. And Joe Piscopo is going to have to play a flawless game at quarterback like he did in the first two weeks of the season if he's going to get this one done. Um, on the opposite side, I want to see IB get back in his groove of throwing the ball. He came out really sloppy this week. I, I watched the film, missed a lot of throws that you watch the film and you're like, how did he, you, you don't expect him to miss those throws. So I'm looking for IB to get his throwing swagger back as well as continue with doing what he does on the ground. That, is Sedano playing this week? Um, I do not believe so. So that, that hurts them big time. Because they're playing at 10 o'clock. Um, IB has somewhere he needs to be, so he asked me for a 10 o'clock game. Yeah, and I think uh, Sedano's doing sneakers. Probably, do, sneakers. probably doing sneakers. So, yeah, no Sedano this week for yeah, them, which that, is a hurt. That, that hurts, hurts their RPO. I mean, he makes that, that RPO work. And he plays O-line a lot for them, too. And, oh, and D-line, yeah, he's a mess. No, he is. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I, mean, I, I pray Sedano every week, and he's that kind of player. So, not having him is going to hurt them. But it doesn't take away the fact that I think that they're the second-best team in this league. And uh, I, I think they have the ability to stop any offense in this league. And I think they have the ability to score with any offense in this league. And that's what makes them special. I think when you look at the perimeter, um, the perimeter players in this game, Kurtzman, they I know they they I feel like they played a lot of man against you guys, the Cardinals. Oh, um, they switched it up. They they, they definitely had um, their man matchups and I think if you try to man at all the Falcons, you know, any one of those guys between Johnny, Jack, Justin could just take you down the field and score on one play, so um, I think they're going to have to really limit that, and they're going to have to really limit the big plays. Um, you know, you got to be very, you got to be athletic against this team. Like, you have to have, you got to get there, you got to stretch, you got to be as athletic as you could possibly be because the Falcons are the fastest team in the league, and they're going to every week. Like, that speed isn't going anywhere. So, if you're the Cardinals, you definitely have to, to match that athleticism, you know, get their early stretch, you know, and, and be ready for the game. It's a 10 o'clock game. I think, you know, that, you know, 10 o'clock game, you get there, roll out of bed, and, and next thing you know, Jack is taking you 50 yards down the field for a touchdown or for a pick six. Justin's taking you 50 yards down the field. IB and Johnny Mack run the option. One of them slips out, and, and you know they're gone for 50 yards. So um, definitely got to be on top of that. Uh, I'll start with um, with the pick in this one. I'm going to go with the Falcons in this, Kurtzman. Yeah, no, um, I actually thought about this because I do think that the um, advantage in the trenches can be a big um Mismatch big, yeah. and a big advantage in the game because they they didn't do it a lot against me, but 
they can use three, four linemen get in there or even play just play Tompkins in the slot to kind of disguise it and run those quarterback runs. And behind that de- uh, offensive line, couple missed flag grabs. Uh, guys like Piscopo Kramer uh, out the ball with the run maybe a little bit. Um, they can make guys, a couple guys miss. And with those guys blocking in front of them, I do think that they that poses a good running threat um, against this, I would say, smaller Falcons defense. They got a lot of good athletes. But um, if Joe can play a clean game, I do like the Cardinals. But I do think that the Falcons are going to turn them over. One or two times, and that'll be more than enough to get the job done for the IB-led offense. I will take the Falcons. I'm nervous that before I go over to you here, I'm nervous in this game because if Joe has those, sometimes he'll throw like little floaters to the linemen. If you they do jump a, them. If they, 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 Jack's going to take it. Jack's going to take it. I, it's such a, I said it on the last podcast. It's such a... Um, What's the moving for? It's like when you're judging, you're batting behind, you're batting ahead of Stan and uh, Urshela and Voy. Like they got a pitch to you. Same thing with uh, Jack. He knows he has IB and Justin over the top, so he can take his his shots yeah. and pick shit off and try to jump routes and stuff like that. So, and he thrives in that role, and that's a great role for him to be the guy who can just make plays, allowing an athlete to be an athlete. But I'm taking the Falcons, like I said. Tell me. Yeah, I I look for the, the Falcons to use their their bigger, more athletic players against the Falcons. I think Nick Tonkins will be a big deal. I think Douglas will be a big deal. Uh, I'm, I got I to gotta call out the Falcons line this week. They're going to have to come up big to stop these two. You know, no, you're, you're talking about you're going to have to call out the Cardinals, uh, the Falcons line to stop the Cardinals. Yes. Yes, okay. yes that's what I said. Yeah, no, my fault, my fault. <laughs> I, I think they had their hands full this week. I, I think with a full squad. Uh, like uh, You're calling on Dean and Kevin to step up. Dean and Kevin have to step up. I mean, like I said, they're going against... Tompkins, Douglas, yeah. Musi. Nah, Jason Ramos yeah, has played pretty well for them on the offensive line. He's been consistent. I Him they're, too. They're going to have to have, have a big up. game. Uh, they got to protect their quarterback if they want. You know, they want to see the ball get moved. Uh, but I, I am going to go with the Falcons this week. Uh, I'd like to see Joe step up his game and, and you know play on the level that he's capable of playing. I think it's going to be a close game. But in the end, I'll, I'll go with the Falcons. All right, we're all on the Falcons here as well. Anything else on this game before we get on to the 11-15 slate? Um, no, but I do like the ten. The ten o'clock slate is kind of loaded. Yeah, two good, two two should be good competitive games. I agree. I think. All right, let's go to the eleven fifteen games. I think this has game of the week potential right here. Definitely huge playoff implication potential. First, uh, this is a huge game for the Bills and Packers here at eleven fifteen. Oh yeah, no, this is if playoffs all. This is all over. It. This is basically a playoff game in my opinion. This is come ready to play Packers, come ready to play Bills. If the Packers have, they have one win on the season. If I'm not mistaken, yes. they have one win. The Bills are at two. Packers, you know, win tie in the standings and then have the head to head tie break on them. If the Bills win, it pretty much secures them a playoff spot, right? I'm thinking that's. Pretty, you had to think three, three wins, wins get yeah. you in, but um, you never want to. You never want to think it clinches you a playoff spot. But I do agree that it would put them in the driver's seat to maintain a good playoff seating. How do you think these uh, these teams match up against each other? Um, I like the 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 trenches matchup is going to be interesting. The, I, I said about the Packers, they have great offensive linemen. Um, if they stay in and block, they have guys that can really give in time to make plays to his receivers. Delon, Mikey, um, Brand Giles, Rokio, Schaefer, Grico. Um, I think. That the offensive line for them this week really needs to focus on blocking more than going out. Um, Vinarina is a good receiver downfield, but it's always diff- it's always interesting to me when receipt when linemen end up forty five yards downfield catching bombs. But um, sometimes it's planned, but other times I feel like they just make their way down. I think they need to really focus on their blocking this week. Give Vin the time to make throws. Um, Bills have a good pass rush. Um, Bills came out last week strong, and they they were able to get the win that they needed to put themselves in 
a driver's seat to make the playoffs. So this is just another test for them. I like Vin to come out strong in this game. Vin two weeks off the bye. Mm. It's it, listen. He's been. He came last week. He watched the Bills play. Yeah. He knows what they're gonna. What they're looking Vin to do. Vin was on their scouting. No, nah, Vin's. Vin. No, Vin's one of the most competitive people I know. He's not gonna just lay down and let teams just not make the playoffs. I think Vin is going to find a way to make this game super competitive late and have a chance to win at the end. Dad. Okay, I want to apologize. <laughs> last week I excluded the Packers in, your, in my power rankings. If I had to put, being that I, I've gone over it, and I know I forgot a team, I did 10 instead of 11. I'm putting the Packers at 6 where I had the Bills. I think the Packers are that dangerous. I think Vin Gargano getting right makes his team very dangerous. And that's uh, a, a scary thing for the upper-seeded players, that are, uh, upper-seeded teams in the league going into the playoffs. I think Vin can carry this team a long way. And uh, I, I think the Bills have their hands full this week. I also agree with that. I think you're going to see, you know, much how you saw Aaron Rodgers in real life on the Packers said relax and uh, went on that run. I think you're going to see a run from the Packers here. I think Vin looked really good against your team, Chris, when against the Lions. I think the Packers played a really good game, then they went on their bye week. So last time we saw them play, they did look really good. Uh, I, I think, you know, Mikey, another week at receiver, you know, him and Vin, I, I expect Mikey to have a big week at receiver this week. Um, the Bills, I, I watched a film today, they just have to, they have to get easier yards. And I'll come out and say this, and by easier yards, I mean, we said it on the pot, on the recap pod, when, you know, Perone was playing 15 yards off of Zach Charest, basically on the snap, you gotta get the ball to Zach and you gotta let him get yards, right there, just get a quick 15. Suroff doesn't run like the other quarterbacks in the league run, so when you get, when you have the opportunity for easy yards, you have to take them. Um, I saw another point in the game where, um... Suroff is rolling left, and it's like a bunch of people, I think three people on the defensive line got through, and his linemen were wide open. He had success in the game. Suroff, I'm literally speaking directly to you at this point. You had success in the game with Femi basically off the line and, and, you know, catching the ball. Don't be afraid to just keep going to that. Like, if it's there, and they, you know, and they think, oh, you know, Suroff's not the most mobile kid, let's just rush him and get his flag, dump it to the linemen. Let them get up the field. Like, it worked for you. Like, you saw it work in last game. If you just go back and watch the tape, you'll see what I'm talking about. There's a few times where I felt you had the opportunity to um, to get easy yards rather than the home run plays every time. Just uh, my suggestion would be he had some beautiful, you know, the, the touchdown to Q, the little fade to the left in the corner uh, was a beautiful throw. And you're obviously very capable of making that throw. I just personally think there are some times for you to grab some easy yards, and I think that if you're going to win this game, you're going to have to take those because Vin is going to make plays, he's going to make throws, and they're going to be talking shit that defense, so it's going to be a high-intensity game. Zach Schrey versus Vin Gargano is absolutely a, rival, <laughs> a rivalry. So um, I, I think in this game, you're going to have to win with the easy yards. Kurtzman, do you have uh, do you have anything to say about that? No, I think that what you said is 100% true. You see a lot of the elite quarterbacks in the league do it. They throw to their linemen. Their linemen are capable of making plays. You just got to know which linemen to throw to. Obviously, some guys are good with the ball in their hands, and other guys aren't as good with the ball in their hands. So there are definitely a lot of easy yards to be gained. Um, but Suroff has done en- did enough to uh, win last week with the arm. I would like to see him use... Um, the lineman more in the passing game. I think that is an effective strategy of moving the ball. Just even more so just to get out of like second and 15s or second and 20s, like get them to second and 12s. It's just more manageable situations. And um, 
I, I did like what I saw out of him in terms of play calling this week. I did think like he was getting the ball to the guys he needed to get the ball to. Um, it's going to be an interesting game. It's going to come down to who executes because neither team has really shown that on a consistent week-to-week basis, even really a drive-to-drive basis. They can sustain drives every single time. Um, the Packers showed a lot of that against Red me. zone execution Red as well. Red zone execution. It's, and listen, it, I know all these games come down. You're going to say all these games come down to that stuff. But when you have inconsistent offenses and defenses that are capable of being beat, it's going to come down to who executes. So I'm looking to see what defense executes on a higher level because I think that's going to be going to determine the outcome of this game. With that being said, I'm going to take the Vin Gargano-led Packers in this one. I think that Vin got the chip on his shoulder. Um, no one's scared. No, he feel he probably feels like no one uh, is afraid of facing him, and he's not used to that type of feeling. So I think he comes out, gives us a um, SF uh, WFL type Vin Gargano performance. His receivers are on point. His uh, linemen are making plays. I'm taking the Packers. Yeah. I think this is the most important game of the week in this league. I think it's a show-me game. Winner of this game is going to show me that they can step up and move to the next level. Uh, that's why I'm going to go with Vin. Uh, he's a legend in this this game, he's in this league, in this town. Uh, I mean, there was a time where, you know, if he was quarterback in the game, you could check off the win because no one was beating him. Yeah, if we did these picks like three years ago, none of us would ever have picked against Vin. Right, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm betting on Vin on this game, and I'm saying he's going to, He's going to come up ahead. I, I, I'm also calling out Mikey in this one. Ooh. Someone's got a guard queue down the field, and, and Mikey's in that secondary. So I need Mikey to show me uh, a step up and have a big game defensively and guard their best uh, uh, receiver. All right. I'm calling out Zach Sheray. Off, off a two-interception game? I'm, this is why I'm calling him out. Okay. Because I think Zach, last time he played Vin Gargano, had an inter- had what three interceptions against them? It was Alan Barty, Zach. Oh, this it, was a long time. Yes, ago, it was. Yes. It was. It was a while ago. Going on, Zach. He need if if the Bills are going to win, Zach Sheray is going to have to talk mad shit and get in Vin's head, and um and hopefully and hopefully happens. have and have and have a few interceptions. One Sheray, one Sheray, and Vin already got into something. Let's hope enough that it doesn't. happen No, I don't again. think it happens again. But I think Zach is going to be talking, and Zach to need a few interceptions if the Bills want to win this game. But I'm going to also go with the Packers in this one to save their season essentially. Let's get on to the other 11-15 game. Breaking news alert. Alert, 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 alert. Matt Esposito, a.k.a. Spo, is now the quarterback of the Ravens against the Bucks this weekend. The Bucks coming off of pretty disappointing games. Back-to-back losses, right? I'm not, they lost the, the Lions. The Buccaneers have lost two straight games. Yes, yes. coming off of two straight losses. Um, they need this win. They're a favorite in this game. The Ravens have not won a game yet. The Bucks are sitting at that two-win mark. We talked about how. Oh, I'm sorry, th- they've lost three straight. Yeah, games. we've talked about how the um, we talked about how three is probably the magic number in this league right now. Getting to three, you're a big favorite in this game. First time quarterback in the league, Spo. You have to win this game. The Bucks have to come out prepared, and they have to win the game. Can't be any mistakes. Can't be teetering late because. If it's late and it's close, Anything I think I think Spo has got enough heart to bring it home. It's gonna listen. We went to Spo Day today. We went to Spo's Pro Day. Looked pretty good throwing the football. So if I'm the Bucks, I'm not nervous in, about going into this game. But you have to impose your will early. You have to say I don't care that Spo is is playing quarterback. You guys are 0 and 7. We're not going to be your first 0 and 6. You're not going to be um, your. We are not going to be your first victory on the season. Uh, Kurtzman, how do you feel about one, Spo being the new quarterback of the Ravens, and two, how do you feel about the game? 
I always feel when a new quarterback comes in, at least early in our league, um, they're going to struggle. It's it's not easy to feel. Everyone goes to the – I was saying as I was leaving um, – Lombardi, I was like, everyone looks good at their pro at, at just throwing the the routes when no one's really guarding for the most part. Um, but listen, I think Spo's a good athlete. I think he understands the flag game. I think that he's going to take the yards. I think he's been playing long enough to know what kind of what works and what doesn't. Um, he's been like he's been in Joe DeMeo huddles, so he's been in good huddles. He knows the plays that are called. Um, I hope his team helps him out with the play calling a little bit. I hope that he has prepared plays like something like in his pocket, like I do sometimes. I think that is very important for a young quarterback to not get flustered. Um, take the easy yards, like you were telling Suroff. I'm going to tell Spo. Um, the rushing yards, don't hesitate. Don't be right. Don't be afraid to use your legs. People want to win. They don't care about getting the ball if they're winning games. Mm. I promise you that. Um, winning, winning will shut up three targets if you win the game due to your legs. So I do think that Spo is going to have to use his legs effectively to win this game. Um, I want him to make the easy throws. I want him to take his shots to Liam. I want him to try to be a little bit creative. Let's not do too many trick plays. I think it's easier to stay on tempo if you're just running this, your generic style plays. Um, but be efficient on offense and don't be afraid to uh, take some shots. For the Buccaneers. Come out and win this game. Yeah. That's all I got to say to you. Impose your you will. You guys impose your will. One way to do that is get Mark DeMeo involved early and often. Have energy. Be loud. Make plays. I'm not. I really got nothing more to say. Uh, three straight losses. You guys are due to get a win. And you need to come out and show the Ravens why you guys are supposed to. This shouldn't be a contest. Go out there and win the game. That's really all I got to say. Dad. Excited to see Spo play quarterback. He is big. Not a problem seeing over the line. He is agile, mobile, and he's got a cannon for an arm. Uh, plus, he's always—I'm always going to say—has a good head for the game. Uh, the, the thing is, like you said, pro day is totally different when you put you behind a three-man line with a rush in your face, and you have to make quick decisions. That's when you find out what kind of quarterback you are. Hopefully, things go well for him. Uh, second thing, the Bucks—I I don't know what they are. We, we've seen them play extremely good, and then we've seen them play extremely bad. Uh, show me what you are today. I mean, to, uh, th this week. Show me that you're a team that can compete uh, and make some noise in the in the, uh, in the playoffs. I think. Um, oh, you got you got something else. No, there? no, no. Go ahead. I think that um, one of the struggles for being a first time quarterback would be just command of the huddle. So in that sense, I think it has to be a team effort this week. Like Liam, Rob, all those guys, Bala, all those guys have to come back to the huddle and tell Spo what they're seeing out there, and they have to work as one. Like. You got to say, hey, maybe let's try this this week because I don't think Spo is going to have all those answers right away. Obviously, he's been in a lot of huddles. He's been in a lot of huddles with a lot of smart quarterbacks. First, when he plays with you guys and Skmoog, and he's playing in a bunch of other tournaments, you know, with Sobes and IB mm -hmm. and all these other guys, you know, Joe, obviously, Piscopo, all these guys who have been playing quarterback and know how to handle it. But him calling the shots is a little bit of a different thing, and it's an underrated aspect of playing the quarterback position. So I think, you know, it's going to have to be a team effort. And listen, if the Ravens win this one, they're right, they're right back in it. Like they're right back in the playoff hunt, and you got to make 100%. noise. So if it's gonna happen, it's got to be this week. Um, I'll start with you, Crispin. Where are you going in this game? Who are you taking? It's hard to take a rookie quarterback against a veteran like Joe DeMeo. I think Joe. It's honestly tough, man. I'm picking the Bucks, but I'm I'm honestly not happy about seeing because you're 100 percent right, Tommy. They're so inconsistent week to week. Um, I need to see more out of Joe DeMeo. I need quicker decisions. I need the ball out of his hand faster. Um, the Bucks defense has not been the problem. Sam Allen, defense coordinator for that team, doing a hell of a job keeping them in games. 
Um, I think this week the offense needs to play its part, and I think they need to play their part in a big way. I think Joe Mayo needs to show that he can put up a 30 bur- like a 30 35 burger in this league cuz he's got to do it. So, he's capable of doing it. He's got to do it this week and I am taking the bucks. Dad. Okay. Uh, I, I my call outs are I have two call outs. One is the Joe DeMeo. He's got to step up and show like your favorite to win this game, you got to go out there and win this game. And then you got to show me that you can use the the talent that you have on your team to to put up points. Uh, on the other side, I'm calling out the Raven, uh, uh, yeah, the Ravens offensive line to give Matt protection this week. Yeah. All right, if you, if you want to see what you got, you got to give him some protection. Yeah. Maybe hold your blocks an extra second or yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. Just to give him the extra second, you know. Don't give up on him. Don't give up on Spo early. That's the one thing I want to say about the Ravens. Got a new quarterback, first time playing. Do not give on up on him if they maybe the first two possessions are punts. Yeah. Regardless of what the outcome of this game is, I want to see no one give up in this game. I want, I want to see the, the the game played until the, the last whistle. I couldn't agree more. I'm taking the Bucks in this one. I didn't get to pick. Oh, sorry. I thought you said you no, took I the Bucks. No, I'm going with the Bucks. Okay, yeah. So I thought you said make it clear. Don't jump my uh, my spot here. Sorry. All right, Junior. He, he was in his callouts. Go ahead. <laughs> Now's your turn. Go ahead. Okay, who are you taking? I said I'm taking the Bucks. Yeah, I'm also taking the Bucks in this one. I agree with what you guys said, but um, I think it's gonna be a really close game. I honestly, if I'm gonna be 100 percent honest, I'm hoping Spo comes out and gets a win and keeps their season alive for the sake of the league and to make things more interesting. But rookie quarterback, first game, going to be really tough. I like I like what I see from Spo today, but in a game, live action, he's probably going to struggle just at least a little bit because that's just the nature of the game, nature of the league. So I'm going to take the Bucks in this one. Let's move on to the last game of the day. Panthers versus Seahawks. Panthers coming off an emotional loss. Seahawks coming off of an embarrassing loss. Two teams looking to get back on the right track. How do you guys feel about this one? You want me to start? Sure. Um, all right. So this is a game of which team is going to bounce back in the right way. Um, I think that both teams just are looking themselves in the mirror right now and kind of thinking, what are we going to do in the rest of the, with, with the rest of the season? Are we going to lay down and maybe just make the playoffs and then call it that? Or are they going to start making their runs towards the playoffs? Because right now, Panthers sit 3-3, three and three, the 5 seed. I don't think that's where Augie thought he was going to be when this season started. And uh, Chase, I believe the Seahawks are the 8 right now. I'm, I could 100% be wrong about that. But regardless, they're in a dogfight for the last couple playoff spots. And... Um, these games matter. The Panthers, are, it isn't like a must-win game for the Seahawks because the Panthers probably won't be fighting for the lower playoff seeds, but every every game matters so much in this league, and getting to 3-3 three and three is way better than being 2-4. and four. So I want to see which desperation and which team um, shows up, yeah. and I am hoping that we get both teams to show up in a good way. So as A, a great game, and B, we can continue to see both of the teams' teams grow towards hopefully higher heights. That. I'm hoping that the Seahawks actually watched tape of the uh, Panther game this past week. Augie had a lot of trouble in the pocket. They had a lot of time, uh, a hard time. His team had a hard time protecting him. Yes. Uh, especially in the second half of that football game. I know that uh, when the Seahawks are right, they can bring it even with a two-man rush between Johnny and Chase. Uh, like I said, watch the film, uh, learn from it, study it. Uh, maybe you can make something happen. Uh, that being said, I think that Augie is not going to let his team down. I think he'll come up. Uh, if, it ha- if it causes him to, to run more than throw, then he may do that. And he's an excellent open field runner. Uh, so, are we picking? Nah, you could give your pick if you'd like. Yeah, I, I think that uh, I don't see Augie losing 
I haven't seen one in two in a row. What, what are they? They're in the last three two games. Uh, oh, in their last they two games, they've lost lots of games. Yeah, well, uh, gee, I don't so think they have, ever lost three in a row, so yeah, I'm not going to go know. against Augie on this one. Uh, yeah, again, and, and Chase has got to cut down on his uh, his turnovers. Yeah, no, that's um, definitely yeah. something to look out for. We're talking about red zone execution. I think the Seahawks are could be the worst red zone execution team in the league. And if that was different, they would be a completely different team. Uh, the Panthers, Augie ripped into the team after the game, saying that they have too much talent in the team to be performing the way they are. Back-to-back losses in games he feels like they should not have lost. I look for them to be on top of their game this week. I think they're going to come out. I think they win comfortably in this one. I think they're ready to go. Yes, you're going to have Chase. We talked about Chase and Johnny. Uh, they're definitely going to be able to do what they want You know, with that line. They're going to be able to, Well, I guess you'd be calling out the Panthers' offensive line. Absolutely. To say, Last week, you know, all he had zero seconds to throw. And listen, you're, it's not going to be an easy task this week with Johnny and Chase on that line, so they're really going to have to step up. But I will bank on them stepping up. I think Augie and Connor are going to make enough plays to win this game. Connor and Pip, two of the elite uh, perimeter players in the league, going to be a phenomenal matchup to watch. You assume those two guys go out there and check each other. Um, I think the Panthers win this one, though, and I think uh, think it's going to be a pretty comfortable win. I think they come out and dominate. Yeah, um, I'm hoping to see Paul make his return. Um, after a two-week two uh, hiatus of the league. Um, I want to see Chase make sure to get the ball to his three best players, um, receiver-wise. Uh, Emmerich, Paul, and Joe Pip. We need the ball in their hands. They got to make plays, be creative on offense, use your legs. Chase, you have been using your legs a lot more, so I won't say that's your problem. You got to cut down the turnovers. Maybe uh, Yo, you used to. Th- I'm talking honestly directly to you. You used to throw a fireball, and now every time I feel like I see you throwing, it's like a lollipop. So mm. I want to see you get back in your bag and throwing some, uh, some crisp routes over the middle. Um, let's find it this week because two and three times running out a little bit. You got to make a move towards the playoffs. Um, Giants and Marco, another big player. I want to see what they can do on the line against Augie. Never an easy matchup going against Augie, trying to grab his flag in the backfield. I am taking the Panthers, but I do believe that the Seahawks are going to have the offensive creativity that they had in that game against the Cardinals with their full roster, and they will be able to make some plays to keep this game close. Mm. All right. I think we're all on that. you give your pick on this one? Yeah, you see pick. Yeah, yeah, we're all on the Panthers, Panthers right? And, and the call out is the offensive line. Give Augie some time. Give him some good snaps. Yeah. No, I think um, if both these teams play well, it's going to be a very good game. All right, um, that is going to be it for the podcast. That's all the games for Week Seven. Really looking forward to it. Really excited about it. Saturday we have uh, we have some good games. It should be fun, man. We'll see you guys at the field then, as always. Oh, one oh. thing, sorry. Um, when you get there, we're flipping the fields this week. So we're playing on the opposite side of each like side. So like we're playing on the far side of the field, on the on the side. On the right, on the right side, if you're yes. looking at the field, and we're playing on the close side when you first walk in. So don't make sure to not step on the field. Make sure to go around to the right when you walk into the field entrance. All right, everyone, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. We'll catch you guys on Saturday. Make sure to subscribe to all platforms that you're listening to the podcast on. Make sure to go subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Catch you guys on Saturday morning. Peace.